Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Sunbury Motors, North 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Good afternoon, and for people in Philadelphia and for Phillies fans, it is a great afternoon. Steve Jones Show, News Radio 1070. WKOK and Sean, Steve, in just a second, we'll check in from the Sunbury Motors studio. Sunbury Motors, Ford, Lincoln, Hyundai. North 4th Street, Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors, Kia, on the Strip, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Lots of ways to get in contact with us. Our email is stevejones at wkok.com. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, our Twitter handle, at stevejonespsu. Subscribe to our podcast. When you do, we send the shows straight to you, to your smartphone and tablet. So go to either your Apple Podcast app, iTunes, Google Play, type in Steve Jones Show in the search bar, hit subscribe. And once our shows air live here on WKOK, we send them straight to you so you can listen to them anytime, anywhere. Or if you hear a great interview, then you can replay it anytime you'd like. And also, you can go to our main website, stevejonesshow.com. We always have three months of previous shows archived there coming up later on we will have steve's brother kevin jones he will check in from connecticut aka the most interesting man in new england he'll be with us later on also next hour we're hoping fingers crossed since we have some big breaking news uh, rj anderson mlb writer from cbssports.com we hope to have rj on the show in less than one hour uh, he, along with uh, multiple media outlets, are reporting that the Philadelphia Phillies appear to have won the Bryce Harper sweepstakes. Thir- there you go. Thir- huh? 13 years, $330 million. And this is the kicker that really floors me. The contract will not include any opt-outs. I was thinking maybe four or wow. five years in there would be an opt-out. Doesn't mean there's not a no-trade clause. That's true. Is it all guaranteed money? Well, when you break it down year per year, it's it's uh, it's about twenty five million a year. Mm-hmm. Thirteen years. That is uh, really, to their credit, an absolutely ridiculous number. <laughs> that, that is ridiculous. Wow. Well, number one, I give Harper credit. He's now set up for life. Number two, he'll be a guest on the show in two weeks. And uh, <laughs> I'll get crowd get cracking did, on that. <laughs> did I did I possibly misjudge that? <laughs> don't come down heavy on me if it takes three weeks. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh goodness gracious! <laughs> Oh, 
Well, for Philly fans, look, it's not your money. So you should, you should be happy. And this makes up for Jason Worth. All right. So uh, in the end, it makes up for Jason Worth. Good. Done. Gone. So this is the 14th highest in Major League history. 13-year, 330. Breaks down to about 25.4 per year. Yeah, he's your problem now. When he's out there, when he's out there hitting 240, <laughs> it's June. I just wonder if some Philly fans would have been happy with 10 years, 340. I was thinking at least. I uh, thought. I, I thought uh, they were, if he was going to go there, I would have thought it'd been three fifty minimum. I would have thought. You know what I think of these things. I am not in favor of contracts in more than five years. There's not. Uh, I I look at what Nolan Arenado signed for eight. A child signed for ten. It's a thirteen-year contract. Thirteen years, which means this contract runs through twenty thirty-two. He'll be is what? What is Harper now? Twenty-six, twenty-five, twenty-six. He'll be thirty-nine years old when this is done. And in Philadelphia, your short your shelf life is normally thirteen months, let <laughs> alone thirteen years. Oh, <laughs> it's going to be interesting as time goes on. A relationship dynamic between Bryce and Gabe Kapler because we've talked so much last year oh, about that, Gabe and analytics. Let me, and let me put it to you this way. Gabe Kapler will be long gone <laughs> in this relationship at some point. He'll be long gone. 13 years from now, Bryce Harper's still a Philly. Gabe Kapler will be managing someplace else or in the front office someplace else. I mean, who lasts who last 13 years as a manager? Joe Torre, Bobby Cox? I mean, come on. I mean, Terry Francona won two World Series with the Red Sox, and he, he went, what, eight years? Thirteen years. Philly fans can just hope that he can play somewhere between 130, 140 games a season and shoot for maybe 40-ish home runs a year. I mean, then you're you're more than happy and satisfied with that kind of output. He's hitting 235 with yeah. 18 home runs. Yeah. Now the frustration sets in. Now how much money you make sets in. Now, Harper is in an 0-for-28 slump. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Problem. Uh, and at that point, I don't really think... I think the fans are a little upset. But that is... Uh, it's big news. Now, Philly fans will tell you they've had an awesome offseason, right? Right? Because the Segura trade, that's a great move for them. Uh, Hoskins back at first base, great move. McCutcheon is a very underrated signing by them. JT Riomulto is the catcher everybody wants. 
and you have Bryce Harper. You are now the favorite in the National League East. And along with the Cubs and the Dodgers, you're one of the three favorites to go to the World Series. Talk about the Sixers with the process. The Phillies have had their process. It just got accelerated big time. That is quite the signing. So some will now ask this question. While Bryce Harper is in Philadelphia, how many World Series championships will the Phillies win? I'm not being overly cocky and confident to, to ask that question, but... Well, you have to remember, part of that means you've got to beat out the Yankees or the Red Sox. Sure, along absolutely, or any other team you, that'll I, be. Yeah, I can tell you right now, they're not they're not better than either one of those teams right now, especially in the pitching area. Right now, they are not better than either one of those teams. And yet, there's some luck along the way too. You do have to have a little bit of luck. You have to stay away from injuries. Staff has to hold up. I mean, I know you're talking about David Robertson as a closer, yet when he's been had a chance to be a closer, it has not been the most comfortable role for him. He's always been terrific in his role of being the setup guy, the one that gets you to the closer. Not everybody can do what Mariano Rivera did in his career, be the best setup guy in the game, and then when it came time to be the closer, then became the best closer in the history of the sport. Robertson has never had that kind of makeup. Now, he may have that makeup now, but how do you handle that? How do you feel about your starting pitching? You You did not sign a 300 hitter here either. Part of what Kapler wants to do is he wants guys on base. I understand that because that's part of that's a major part of the analytics. But that's not Harper's game. Harper's game, which by the way fits perfectly into today's game, he wants to take that big uppercut swing and go for it and try and take advantage of right field here, which he'll be able to do. But Harper. Let's see. Let's look at his numbers here for a moment. Um, bum, 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 bum. 42 home runs in 2015. Dropped to 24 and 16. 29 and 17. And last year at 34. Now, the, the in all fairness, the 29 he hit in 17 were in just 111 games. That is the the last three seasons. That's the fewest games he's played. He's had 147, 153, 111, 159. So for the most part, with the one exception, he's been durable. I also think he's been a very good playoff performer. He hit 249 last year. So he has now hit, in, in two of his last three years, 243, then 319 in 111 games, and 249. He walked 130 times last year. And I know that in postseason, while the batting average isn't great, he's hit five home runs in the postseason. In the 19 games he's played, he's driven in 10. So he's given the power numbers. Four doubles, a triple. 
in the 19 playoff games he's had. Back end of the weekend and Monday, of course, we're starting to hear about the Los Angeles Dodgers back into the mix for Bryce. And I was catching a story on CBSSports.com as to if they were to sign Harper, where would he land in the lineup? Well, he was shown fourth. So I kind of wonder where the Phillies will put him in. Maybe Harper could bat third. And what, what, could you go Harper, Hoskins, Real Muto, three, four, five? Probably. It depends on which guy you want to give the most at-bats to. Because remember, you know, the ID, you know, the higher you hit in the order, the more at-bats you're going to get in a game. Uh, I, I would probably hit Hoskins behind Harper, and the reason I'd hit Hoskins behind Harper is I think it would give Harper a better chance to see better pitches. We'll see how it plays out. Because, I mean, you look at what his career numbers would be, on the average, if you take an average Bryce Harper year, an average Bryce Harper year is probably going to be about 27 home runs, 87 knocked in, and hit 265. That's about an average Bryce Harper year. Is that good enough for a fan at 13 years, $5.8 billion? I'd say trillion, but I'd be thinking about the new Green Deal. Uh, so it's <laughs> see what did he make last year? He made twenty one point six million dollars last year with the uh, Nationals. Wow, he's done pretty well. So you're looking at the analytics. Who are similar hitters to Bryce Harper? Josh Donaldson was listed first. Eesh. I don't know about that. Trot Nixon was eighth. Tony Canigliaro, Josh Hamilton, Corey Hart, Glenn Allen Hill, Ioannis Cespedes, and Richard Hidalgo. I feel like I'm depressing the passengers. <laughs> <laughs> One other question I have. Once the DL becomes permanent in the National League, I just wonder how many years into his deal when then they could DH. Put... DH. Yeah. DH, not DL. Oh, DH. Right? I'm sorry. Yeah. Like um, how many years into his deal then he could be the permanent DH then for the Phillies? Well, they all can be. He can run. It's not like he can't run. He can feel this position. He's got a good arm. Um. That's what I meant about the DH. You can rotate that guy around. Well, you know, one day it's like it's Reese Hoskins. You Hoskins is still in the lot. There's one thing about the DH that is never talked about. When you are a fan, not every fan is a season ticket holder. You've got people that go to a couple games a year, five games a year. And how disappointing is it when you go to the game and like, oh, great, Bryce Harper's out tonight. That's one thing about the DH. Well, Harper's not playing in the field, but he's DHing tonight. It does keep the bigger names in the lineup more often in a situation like that. Yeah, they're going to DH him tonight. Well, at least he's at least he's in the lineup, and I get to see him. I mean, people don't talk about that part very often when it comes to the DH. It's a lot of money, man. Hmm. You know what would really help him with his brand? Bryce Harper. You know what would help him with his brand? I think I know where this is going. 
I think a good digital media contract. <laughs> but who will have the bigger impact on his team, Bryce Harper or Manny Machado? Oh, Harper will. Because the Phillies are legitimate contenders. I don't think the Padres are. Numbers are pretty cr- uh, pretty close. Career home runs. Right. Harper, 184. But, Manny, but he, 175. Yeah, but he, he's the... He's, He's the domino that then gets a very good lineup over the top. Machado's going to have to carry his lineup. Harper doesn't have to carry his lineup. All right, we'll come back with more in a moment on News Radio 1070 WKOK. So it looks like the Phillies are closing in now and cleaning up the Bryce Harper deal. It's not official yet. R.J. Anderson is going to join us in the next half hour to talk about that and more. But that is, it took a long time. Uh, It took a long time, but it looks like the Phillies have their guy. 13 years, $330 million, and no opt-out. Well, that's a long time. Just remember... Somebody signed a 10-year, $250 million deal with the Texas Rangers way back when and did not finish his career with the Texas Rangers. That, of course, Alex Rodriguez. Jason Witten, by the way, is not returning to Monday Night Football. He's going back to the Dallas Cowboys. Witten probably got more criticism as an announcer in six months than he did in the 15 years he played for Dallas. Great to have you with us on the show today. R.J. Anderson at 406. And the most intriguing man in New England. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applications applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC Way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC Way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC Way. The SMC Way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Taking your calls at 800-795-9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motors Studio, here's Steve Jones. All right, Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Bryce Harper, 13 years, what, 330? 
$30 million. So you'll, get wow. a, so you'll get a laugh out of this. Our great friend of the show, friend of yours, Penn State alum, Dana O'Neill. Oh, yeah. Terrific college basketball writer. Reporter Absolutely. For The Athletic. She just posted yeah. this on Twitter. My son just did a math lesson on Bryce Harper's deal, trying to figure out his weekly take-home salary. I suggested he go outside and play baseball. <laughs> well, again, this is where we're going to get. Look, the bottom line is Bryce Harper's a Philadelphia Philly. Yeah, he hasn't signed it yet, but he's going to be. And you have now committed. Okay, so what's the 13 years, $330 million? What is it, 24 point what million a year? 24.8, 7? 5, right around there, yeah. 24.5 million a year? All right. So take that. All right, let's let's take the 206 million. Let's use that as a, a benchmark, okay? Since that is when you hit that mark, now you go over that, you're in the luxury tax area, okay? So what are you talking about here? About 14% when it's all said and done? That sound about right? So you're spending 14% of your payroll. Not the, the, what gets it to 330 is the 13 years. Because he's not going to make $30 million a year. So it's what, 13% maybe? Is that the number? Let's see. Um, okay, so you take twenty four point five million, right? Divide that by two oh six. Yes. Oh, it's only eleven. It's only twelve percent. See, it's not. It's not what you thought. But you're committing twelve percent of your payroll for four at bats and four plays in the field a game. Actually, it's twenty five point thirty eight. Per season. Oh, now I gotta go and redo it. Well, you have a calculator, oh, don't you? You weren't doing oh, long form pen. Come were, you do, on. were you doing long form pen and paper? Oh no, I was doing it off the top of my head. Good. Wow. Uh, Very 20, impressive. Twenty-five point eight million. Twenty-five point thirty-eight. Oh, so twenty-five point four divided by our two oh six. Ding, 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 and bing. It's twelve and a half percent. So, 12.5% of your payroll goes to one guy. I have talked about the 15 to 20% threshold. But you are still committing 12.5% of your payroll to one guy. Imagine how Roger feels when he goes into the conference room and looks at you-know-who. So one of the insiders at MLB Network had a chance to speak with Scott Boris, and Boris uh, said this just a little bit ago. We had average values of $45 million offered on shorter-term deals. We had a full buffet. Said the length and commitment now and in future offered by ownership, the ballpark, also uh, turned Harper toward uh, wanting to go to the Phillies. The goal was to get the largest, longest, longest contract possible. Bryce wanted one city for the rest of his career, and that's what I, I was instructed to do. 
it was very difficult in this time to get the length of the contract that takes a player to age 37, 38, or 39. To get great length, you have to give something up. Frankly, the Philly ballpark had a lot to do with it. Bryce hits great there, and ownership, a.k.a. John Middleton, the Phillies, flew out twice to Vegas and really went through the hoops to show show how much he wanted uh, Bryce Harper. So, quote earlier, just a little bit ago from Scott Boris. Who is going to pay $45 million? Who's going to play? Who's going to pay forty-five million dollars? The heck's he talking about? I guess he automatically thought he would show up in a room and either the Yankees, Dodgers, or Cubs would flirt forty-five million right in front of his nose. Who would do that? There's no major league team that would do that. There's no way. So you're going to tell me that a Major League Baseball team, he says, offered $45 million a year to him? Is that what he's saying? We had average values of $45 million offered on shorter-term deals. Quote, unquote, the, we had a full buffet. The total contractor per year. I'd has to, that would have to be per year. It'd have to be. So you're telling me that somebody is going to commit 22% of their salary to 125th of their team. The other 24 gets 78%. Really? I don't care how good you are. There's no way in the, on the face of the earth I would do that. I think at 24 plus million, the only part is the length of the deal. But for the next five years, at 24 point, what'd you say, 24.5, 24.8, or 20, it's 25.4, right? 25.4? Right. So the next five years at 25.4 is going to be in the neighborhood of $127 million, right? That'll be the prime years of his career, ages 26, 27, 28, 29, and age 30. Those will be the five prime years of his career, right there. When you look at the average salary across the board for the star players in the game, 25.4 in a relative scale. And I said relative scale. I don't want the person who just got off work at Wise Wise Market saying, what are you talking about? <laughs> the dude over at Middlesworth just busting his backside. Nah, yeah, relative scale. On a relative scale, Harper is right in line with that. It's not above. It's not below. It's right in line and it's only three million more than he made last year, or four million more than he made last year per season. Now, who knows what kind of scale this is on to get to three thirty? But the interesting part was the no opt-outs. I also would like to, and remember too, once he hits uh, age. 
31. He then can dictate terms on trades, at least under the current collective bargaining agreement. There'll be a new one before we're done here with this contract. But remember, when he hits age 31, he becomes a 5-10 and 10 guy. Five years, same team, and 10 years in the majors. So when he hits age 31, he then has the ability to say to veto trades. Something else to think about in all of this. But if you're a Phillies fan, this is the excitement you've been waiting for. JT Real Milta was an awesome deal, but it kind of just, the needle moved a little bit. Andrew McCutcheon didn't move the needle at all. Gene Segura kind of moved it a little bit. This now takes it. Over the top. And, say, say for example, you go to a game. And he's milling around on the field. And you bring your son over, and if he signs whatever for the kid, he's going to be a hero to the father. which we've internally discovered is a critical part to whether you're liked or not. <laughs> he blew off suit light. <laughs> oh, no. I'm still floored there's no opt-out in this deal. I would have thought that uh, Bryce and Scott Boris would want wiggle room after four or five years just compared to what we you know, heard with the Manny deal. And You know what? I think you're looking at a couple of guys right now, and especially in Harper, that are seeing how long this process took. And I think they're wondering, you know, you know, David Price did not opt out. It's going to be very interesting to see if J.D. Martinez opts out, because his opt-out years after this season. That's going to be an indicator of where we are. I think these are not two guys, but Harper's the ones in charge. He's the boss. I think Harper kind of looked around and said, you know what? I want the long-term security, and I don't want to go through this again. Because in years past, the Bryce Harpers of the world would have been, the signings would have taken place the second week of December at the winter baseball meetings. Big story, big headline. Then last year, remember it, J.D. Martinez last year was supposed to get 200 plus million. And it took forever. Finally, the Red Sox gave him, I want to say the Red Sox gave him, what, 125 over 5, something like that? Some number, at least in that neighborhood, 120 over 5? And Machado took a long time. Harper took a long time. Tomorrow's March 1st. Harper finally is going to sign. And I think the length this took... The fact that I'm going to guess that for a long period of time there were no suitors. Something tells me for a period of time there were no suitors. Then a little sense of urgency kicked in, and then people started buzzing around a little bit. Maybe the Yankees buzzed around a little bit. Maybe the Dodgers did. And I think maybe, I would wonder if the length of this took its toll on 
you know what? I'm going to take as many years as I can get for as much money as I can get and just go from there instead of trying to play this game again. The old I'm going to gamble on myself, well, it's kind of hard to, you know, we'll go back, go back to what we talked about mm, about a week ago. Players over the age of 33, there are 26% fewer of them in today's game. 26% fewer. Well, say Bryce Harper has an opt-out at the end of five years, and he opts out. He's 31 at the time. 32 on the horizon. And is the game going to be in a place where you want to sign that person? So I think there's a level of realistic wisdom here and Harper's desire to get as many years as possible, which also ensures his long-term future. Because this is baseball. All that money's guaranteed. He doesn't have to make the team. Yeah. Like the key is in today's negotiating world in baseball, get the same agent Bobby Bonilla had. We'll come back with more in a moment on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Major League. We don't have a lot of high priced talent on our team. Well, we got Dorn. <laughs> He's high priced. <laughs> <laughs> Go home and watch Major League tonight. <laughs> so He's high priced. So is it true that Bobby Bonilla will still get paid by the New York Mets after the Bryce yeah. Harper's deal is done? I think so. Yeah, another three or four years. Oh yeah. <laughs> he, wow. He gets a he gets a million dollars every July first. A million dollars. <laughs> Every July one, <laughs> check just shows up. <laughs> now that is deferred money. <laughs> what the heck is it? Jack says all the time. <laughs> one of the great things suspended with pay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, well, if that's what you want to do. <laughs> Checks are still coming in, right? Yeah, yeah. we're good. And Jack and I laugh about that all the time. Suspended with pay. All right, good. <laughs> I'm still going to get paid to do nothing. Okay, perfect. Oh, oh, wait a minute. We already have that internally here. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, drive back on the road. <laughs> get back on the road. Today's Jamie. the last day of the month. They're finishing strong on the other end of the building. <laughs> Most are. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Every company's got a caboose. All right. So... <laughs> Well, you know, as a Phillies affiliate, we should be able to go down to watch them play. That's right. Wow. Road trip. That'll be a lot of fun. That would be cooler than cool. Right. All sitting right field. Price, price. And one guy, will you sign my son's cap? <laughs> no. Ah, three hundred thirty million dollars. Wow. 
You know, Powerball's 338. Harper's almost there. <laughs> it may have gone higher than that. I know there wasn't a winner last night. Last wow. night it was 322. <laughs> Once again, that Sean Gary pension plan. You quote the numbers pretty quick. <laughs> well, I drive past a place in my commute, and they have that little sign in the door with the current jackpot is. Oh. I, I, I should be keeping my eye on the road. I know that. Dick Girardi always says to me, he says, hi, Spire, <laughs> on the turnpike. <laughs> like, great. <laughs> uh, obviously, Penn State basketball played great last night. Uh, they took the 17th-ranked team of the country and ran them out of the building. Uh, Penn State looked, looked quick last night. I thought Maryland looked a little tired. You do. I, I talk about schedule, and schedule does come into play so often. You know, I've talked about Penn State not having weekend games and things like that. But uh, you get two breaks in the schedule every year in the Big Ten, when it's a normal year. Last year was not because of the compressed schedule to get to Madison Square Garden. Now they're back to a normal conference schedule. You get two breaks. You get one middle-of-the-week game off, you get one weekend off. Maryland has not had their second break yet. They'll play Sunday against Michigan, then they'll get the week off. They look like a team that needed the break. Even though their last game was at home, they did. They looked like a team that needed the break. Penn State was just faster than they were last night in every way, shape, and form. Maryland looked like they were in mud, but Penn State is one of the quicker teams in the Big Ten anyway. Illinois is really quick. Penn State's quicker. And they won three in a row, and they've scored 156 points in those three games. That's remarkable. I mean, I'm sorry, 256. 256 points in three games. I mean, that's a remarkable number. I mean, that's over 85 points a game. That's what they've been doing. And look, they ratcheted everything down in the last 10 minutes last night. They ended up with 78. I mean, they've been getting 40-point first halves left and right. Obviously, they're playing terrific basketball right now. Terrific. Now they go to Wisconsin. They've never won a game in the Kohl Center. I know. I've been a witness to all of them. <laughs> now, they won twice at the field house, at the old field house, but they've never won at the Kohl Center. One key on Saturday, they would have to kneel down to get a win there. Shoot the ball well. And if they, and by the way, if they can for Wisconsin does not turn the ball over. But if they can somehow get Wisconsin to twelve to fourteen turnovers instead of the usual eight or nine, live ball turnovers can make a big difference in a game like that. Because when you're play, facing a low possession team, and Wisconsin is among the lowest in the country, if you can get a lead on that, it's significant because they don't have enough possessions to catch up. You're listening to News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury. You can hear us anywhere in the world with the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app.